This week in Retronauts, all sons of old gods <laughs> die! <laughs> The dialogue in Strider is there's not much of it, but yeah. it's so great. But it's memorable. Yeah. <laughs> Except the ooga booga dooga booga. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what that what language that is, but um, I, I'm sure it's something. But yeah, that that's one of the little just the little details that make that game so great. Yeah. Well, they're all is, things that aren't really ex- explained or belabored right. or anything either. No, so the, it's the just whole got that game is extremely of mystery. It's yeah. like, why is he riding a whale at the end? It's you will very, never fucking know. <laughs> it's very abstract. <laughs> But but I love the fact that, you know, the, the story consists of five second chunks between each of the levels yeah. that, that don't really clarify anything, but they, they lend it so much atmosphere because everyone <laughs> speaks in their native tongue. Yeah. Like Tong Pu, the, the is, Chinese is, is, martial artist. in Mandarin. She speaks in Mandarin, yeah. the, the Russian Politburo, yeah. the, or actually, I guess they're Kazakhstani. Kazakhstan, uh, yeah. Soviet thing. Kana- yeah. Kazakh yeah. SSR. Oh, they speak in, they speak in Russian. Uh, human centipede there, I think, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Were they human, though? Oh, I guess. They well, like, they're robot they human. They centipedes i just with, like that it's the hammer and sickle and hammer it's oh so god uh, no that that was that was an excellent first boss yeah I just, yeah, yeah. About so that. hi everyone <laughs> yeah we're talking about strider we're probably. talking about strider this week and as you can tell we really love strider it's such a great game oh how um, could you not it really is such a it's such a unique game it is you know but, wow. but the thing is, I mean, there, it, it, there are a lot of different no, Strider I mean, games but we're we're kind of focusing on the arcade games yeah. because it's the it's kind of the epitome of, of we what have to Strider at least is. mention the home conversions oh, yeah, and whatnot sure. i mean those right. are so odd also yeah, yeah we will <laughs> okay but and um, the manga but we will we will get to all of that uh first i will introduce myself as the oh. host of retronauts jeremy parish jeremy parish jeremy parish he will never leave the studio alive <laughs> <laughs> I, <know>. I got <laughs> you <laughs> Uh, I, heard, and, uh, <laughs> I heard that laugh way too many times when I was playing Grand, <laughs> Grandmaster yeah. Sharky. Yeah, that's me. And, and uh, Sam Kennedy. Oh, you're actually you're the Grandmaster. Oh, it's true. You have to grow your fingernails right. out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> can you can you can you materialize uh, piranhas at me and make them fly? Th- Why the piranhas? Air? I don't know. <laughs> that, that final battle's crazy. He's just like that's, that's jumping around, I, cackling, and making piranhas appear out of thin air at you. I love any oh, kind God. of media like that where it's just it all seems so random, but you sort of in your head you want to fill in the blanks and, and make it into something that sort of makes sense. And you know, if anybody actually came out and did that, it would never be satisfying. Yeah, it, yeah. it reminds me of like watching late night doctor who when i was like four you know on, on pbs and it's just i have no idea what the fuck is going on but it's probably cool i guess yeah I, yeah. <laughs> yeah or watching so... a cricket match i guess <laughs> <laughs> basically so, so anything from the uk was just baffling to you as a child uh, uh, yeah pretty much well very much like japan small island nation of people mm. who know how to cue and like tea yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm. and incomprehensible media that comes out of it mm, interesting, mm. interesting. <laughs> i never realized they had so much in common it is kind of interesting because when i was Younger, I was obsessed with British pop culture, and then that switched over to Japanese pop culture. Well, the British are like the Simpsons did it of bizarre island nations. <laughs> they, they beat Japan to everything. <laughs> Even the, the sex bots? 
Wow, I don't want to know about. Well, no, those no, were Dutch wives. That was from yeah, that, that was from the Netherlands. It was. Wow, actually, I thought the Nazis were way into uh, blow up dolls, weren't they? Isn't that how that works? Yeah, but Dutch wives are like ancient. <laughs> well, I, okay, okay, we, anyway, we're off topic. But... Are we? Are we really? <laughs> it, maybe that comes into the Strider mythos at some I think, point. I think, I yeah, know. I think one of the Chinese acrobats is actually a sex robot. I didn't actually read the manga, so I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> the manga doesn't have anything to do with the arcade game. It well, it has to do with the NES game, sort of. It does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we should introduce this, I guess. Okay. Um, Strider is a uh, Capcom franchise. Um, if you could even call it a franchise. It, it was actually yeah. designed as a franchise. Well, yeah, it, it was, was supposed to be like a... It was intended know. as a multimedia franchise. Mm -hmm. The original plan was a uh, a manga, a serialized manga that appeared in, I don't know, some weekly or monthly magazine uh, once a month for several months. And uh, that was by, I think, Moto Kikaku. Which Wait, was... so this, mm. out of the gate, this was the plan? That kind yeah, of it was going to be... Oh, from, what I, from what I've read yeah. and what I've seen in interviews with Isuke, which is uh, the name, the nickname of the director who was... Uh, his actual name is... Um, I can't recall. His last name, or his family name is Koichi. I can't remember his okay. first name. Um, and that's that's really sad because we're talking about his Well, they, they cut him loose like immediately after, actually. Uh, did they? they cut him loose? Or did he just leave? Yeah. Or was he yeah. batshit insane? It's hard to tell with like, the Japanese. <laughs> well, obviously he was insane. Yeah. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah so, um, so the plan was to create this multimedia franchise, which would include a manga, a serialized manga, and an NES game, yeah. and an arcade game. Mm -hmm. And the NES game and the manga are very closely related, but the the arcade game is, is like its, it's completely thing. its own yeah. thing. Huh. It's bizarre. And it, and and the, the other arcade thing game about the... hit first, or did the other like how did it all? They both um, it's the, all arcade the, same game, time, the arcade or... game hit first, and the no, NES game was... hit in 1989. So did the arcade game. Oh, did it? Okay, they, well, they were around the same, same time. Yeah, yeah, they both hit around the same the, time. The weird thing is the NES game never came to Japan. Right. So that was, that so, was U.S. Wait, only. What? People, yeah, like, people don't understand how they like. For years, people yeah. have have misattributed um, Strider as one of those arcade conversions to NES that just yeah. turned into crap. But that's not the case. No, there the, was very little communication. Yeah, they were both there. in in development in parallel. Huh. They both came out around the same time. It's hard to say exactly when Strider hit. It the seems arcade. like everybody was just sort of working from the same set of concept sketches and went off and did their Basically, own thing. Basically, it was like here's a was ninja. Was Capcom like, oh blue. man, we are really onto something with this franchise? <laughs> like, no, it's just really like, schizophrenic. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't like, know. I, I, I don't know it. the the inner workings <laughs> behind it all, yeah. but but um yeah the uh, the two games were in development in tandem and. Yeah, so the mm. uh, the manga was serialized in Japan, never left Japan. It was it was compiled into a book that I used to own, um, but you know was never localized into English. So you actually like that. you get to see a little bit more of what happened with Sheena and Kane <laughs> and, and Matic, yeah. and right. Yeah, and those those, guys. those are all major characters in the manga. Like yeah. it all ties into the the NES game. But the NES game was developed in in Capcom's Japanese studios, as far as I can tell. Mm -hmm. I did some research into this, and it's hard to get specifics. Yeah. But it seems like it was developed internally. It seems like they it finished had... the Famicom game and they just never released it. Yeah, the it was, so it was only released in the U.S., mm -hmm. never in Japan. So <clears throat> this game that was tied in with a Japan-only comic never came out in Japan. Meanwhile, in America, we never had the comics, so we didn't realize it was a tie-in. Right. It was just very. This is really bizarre. Like, like, was there any other game like that from Capcom at the time? Like the where they. Where they tried it's to just make think a yeah. thing out of yeah. yeah, but then also just release the the game in the U.S. and like that's just no, it's, so it's probably bizarre. unique for all this. There honestly. were a, there were a handful of games that came out only in the U.S. I think Mighty Final Fight might have come out in the U.S. only, but that was really? later in the well, yeah. was later. That was but, odd too. But I think you still... know, the system had kind of you know run its course. In that, Japan that was at that, that point, was years and years. After, I could be wrong. Maybe but, yeah. maybe might be might, maybe no, Mighty Final Fight was a really late release. Yeah, no, it was like 1993. Yeah. 
It wasn't at the very end of the life, but it was it was close. Yeah, very close. But still, God, that's, that's just so bizarre. But anyway. Yeah. But yeah, and then there's the arcade game, which is the one that everyone really remembers yeah. because Because it was good. I mean, well, well because the... it was so it was so different than anything else that was in the arcade at the time. It yeah. was very it was extremely cinematic. It was a very uh, you know, it was uh gameplay as narrative kind of experience except right. they never took the time to say what the narrative was <laughs> it, left you, it left you kind of right. guessing but right. you knew that you were like in the year 2048 and you were flying into kazakh ssr yeah. so the soviet union was <laughs> was, was still, still alive, alive. Sort of, right yeah yeah this was a little bit they, like they lopped little... a side off one of their stars but yeah <laughs> yeah basically um and you travel through you know kazakh and into siberia and then onto a flying fortress and then you end up in the amazon somehow and then you're on a space station <laughs> And with the, with the, third, the third moon. The third That's, moon. Yeah. Why? I don't know. What, what, what happened to the second, second one? I don't know. <laughs> We're never going to know. <laughs> they never explained that. Um, so it's like this weird alternate reality. And yeah. uh, at the time, I don't think they thought of it as an alternate reality because I don't think they knew the... Uh, the Berlin Wall was about to collapse, and Gorbachev like was about to later, come out with a, yeah. a megaphone and say, "Let's all be friends." Uh, was that Yeltsin who did that, or was it? Gorbachev? That was Yeltsin. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, they wanted to be friends. Yeah. So we all became friends, um, except Putin. And um, yeah, so it was it was this really kind of different game. But the one thing they had in common was the main character, who mm-hmm. was a Strider. That was not his name. Strider is like his occupation, which is basically. Awesome space ninja with a laser sword or plasma sword. Plasma sword. Uh, Well, a plasma tonfa sword, sort of. It looked like a night police nightstick with a plasma thing that came out of the end. Well, I mean, yeah, he kind of held it like a tonfa, but it worked like a sword. Well, it had an extra handle. So, you know. Sort of, yeah. I mean, if you have a plasma sword, though, you're not going to beat somebody into submission with it. You're just, yeah. Everybody's going to fall apart in that awesome ninja way. You're going to cut them in half and they're going to explode. Yeah. Everything explodes in the All I know is it made a cool sound. At least the arcade. Yeah. I actually just found out because, of course, I was reading up on this um, beforehand and lots of quotes from you, actually, on the articles about these games. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, apparently when you get that power up, they expend, extends the range of the thing. That's only good for 100 slashes. Oh, I didn't oh, know that. I didn't know I that, didn't know that either. Yeah. either because oh. it was so just, if you're sitting there like enjoying the sound, yeah. then you've screwed yourself you can, you can eventually run out, I suppose. But like, like that ever happened no before idea. you died. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Unfortunately, they've never been able to create a really great sequel to the arcade Strider. They tried. Yeah. Um, well, um, Strider let's see. came to Genesis, and yeah. then U.S. Gold got the license from Capcom. <clears throat> so U.S. Gold, and it was played... developed by the same yeah. outfit that did lo- a lot of like the Amiga and whatnot conversions of the original Strider, which also really sucked. And uh, right. yeah, the, the, the Strider two they made what was it Strider's Return, Strider's yeah. Revenge, Strider Returns Journey into Darkness. That was it. That was fucking terrible. Um, and made even less sense if possible um that the, actually did you play the the amiga version of, of strider returns the darkness whatever um you can turn into a robot actually for some fucking reason because uh, it wasn't enough that you have like a robot bird no, and panther friends it, now you now turn yeah, into yeah. A robot. if you had enough power-ups you could yeah you'd turn but, into a but robot that strider could, wasn't like, to wasn't strider here he had a rifle also but it was it was strider hinjo ah, oh strider. Well, that's okay. yeah that, that's the true. robot strider right yeah <laughs> Yeah, the one who wears a gray outfit instead yeah, of blue. Yeah. But his, his, the kanji on his uh, vest still says, hear you. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't bother to, they <laughs> didn't bother to the... find out what his, uh, what his shirt said. And so the other character's name is still on his shirt. It's really awesome. Mm. Also, some of the worst goddamn character art and uh, cover art 
of that of that game. Oh, well, I mean, that's, the, well, the Genesis yeah. I mean, one was pretty terrible. Too. Yes, it was. That. It was the with a beefy sort of guy, and he's like yeah. killing an Arab or something. Yeah, yeah. Is and, it an Arab or is well, it? Well, and he's with using a... like a diamondy sort of sword. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, the logo is right above, and it's it's yeah. got the actual you know Strider sword in it. So I mean, they had a yeah. guide. I guess but the guy no, who did the logo knew the guy who did well, the Well, the thing is I think that that art was actually assembled out of unrelated <clears throat> art that they had just sort of lying around because if you look in the background those crazy monkey guys they're like Warhammer figures. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's exactly what they are. They're 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 space monkeys or something. So it's like the uh what is it? The demon attack of of the Genesis? Yeah, yeah. Where you, where you glue airplane wings right. onto a dinosaur and spray yes. paint it silver? That's still the best cover ever. It by the way, but... the, the Sega Genesis cover didn't it have like the thing that said it was like four megs or something? Eight like megabit. That? Eight it was megs, the, it was yeah. one of the early First eight meg game. Full, like, yeah, oh my megabyte. fucking god! Wow! Holy shit! <laughs> well, no, that, yeah. that was a serious killer app for Genesis. Yeah, a friend of mine yeah. bought a Genesis really early, and I borrowed just for it from Strider. Him and yeah. Yeah. I well, no, he that. bought it just because he had owned a Master System. It was like, yeah, Sega's awesome. So I borrowed, his, I borrowed his Genesis and Strider and was like, oh, I wish my NES could do this because this is sure better it than the NES version. Game. Yeah, yeah, it was a gorgeous game. Yeah, it really was. And that was during the era where Sega was doing a lot of the ports for Capcom, wasn't it? Like, all those early Sega like, um, Capcom think, games were I think there Sega. was some spillover from the Master System era where Sega was doing internal development on yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I just remember, like, even uh, wasn't um, Ghouls and Ghosts like wasn't that programmed by Sega? Oh, for it might Capcom? have been. Yeah, yeah, it might yeah. have been. Yeah, because was it wasn't. It wasn't until Street Fighter Two that Capcom actually was making Sega Genesis games. They're I believe. Like, oh, fine, we'll make video yeah. games. Something like that. What was the outfit yeah. that did the computer games? I can't remember. It was uh, done Gold. under. Well, it was done under U.S. Gold, and there was this developer that started with a T. It wasn't Troika. It was Tengen other... or something. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they, they, they were responsible for pretty much anything that was shit. Yeah, and they even made a port of their crappy Amiga or uh, original Strider for the Master System, which was even more degraded right. from what it was in the first place. So <laughs> Anyway, a few years after that, um, Capcom dredged up Strider for uh, one of the Marvel vs. Capcom games. Yep. Yeah, and he became incredibly them. popular. People were like, he's cool. He's There's a an ninja awesome with a scarf, ninja. and he yeah. has an yeah. awesome sword. So uh, that's, Capcom his... leveraged that to create Strider 2, and it yeah. wasn't that That great. was 99. Actually, it wasn't that bad either. It was, it was actually pretty cool. And it had go, an back, arcade go back release and replay also. it. Go back and replay it's it. It's short. and that's, that's not the problem with it. What's your, what's your problem with it? So the problem with Strider 2 is that <laughs> I replayed it really recently, so this is okay. really fresh I in my mind. But... Okay, first of all, part of the appeal of Strider is that it's all seamless. Right. Like, aside from the level breaks, it's seamless. Oh, Strider that's when 2... you can select stages. Well, no, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about within the levels. Once you get into mm -hmm. a level, it's start to finish, just a nonstop action ride. Strider 2 is not like that. Strider 2 is like these little broken up chunks. Mm. Like you play and then you fight enemies and you get to them. a point where the screen stops. You have to kill a bunch of enemies and then it goes. And then and there's another out. one. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of loading time. I mean, right. yeah, play, I remember it, that. Yeah. The arcade, yeah. the arcade game was shit, built for. So. Um, Oh, I can't, I can't remember the, the name of the set was. It's almost the it was, same as the PlayStation. It was the PlayStation with like yeah. extra RAM. Yeah, so that's and why it had so, the crazy load times. So and, yeah, it yeah. had it had that limitation uh, built in. So that shit worked for like Ridge Racer. But and the stuff other like problem that, but maybe is not Strider. <laughs> yeah. The other problem is that your sword suddenly is not very powerful, mm -hmm. and you spend most of your time in Strider Two just wailing on things, hitting them to make them explode. Like you know, the mooks blow up pretty easily. Yeah, but there's a lot more of them. And bosses and stronger characters take a lot more damage to destroy, and it really just kills the it pacing just slows of the it game. Down and, yeah, I mean it's it's cool that that Strider here you has so many great moves. He can still like climb on the ceilings, um, you know, climb up the walls, do all this crazy stuff. But it just it doesn't have the feel and the flow yeah. of of the arcade game. And 
that, that's really you know no, that's fair. I can that's really that. lacking. And also, most I was mostly the, just holy shit more Strider. Right. So I guess yeah, because yeah, so I played it, but it wasn't even really out. that much more Strider. Most of the the interesting parts of Strider two were just carbon copies of Strider yeah. one. Like oh, fair enough. I can go into zero G while blowing up a gravity core. Oh right. hey, I'm I'm killing oh, a that. robot snake thing over you know over Hong Kong. Giant robot just like monkey. Wait, they didn't bring him back. Yeah, they didn't. But it's just it's very it was kind of lacking inspiration. It was not. It was not as fast paced. It was not mm-hmm. as well paced, and uh, it also lacked just the the nonstop sense of invention that the original Strider mm-hmm. had. Yeah. yeah, like no no moment of Strider is like any other. So moment of yes, Strider. if you want to talk about what yeah. your true sequel to Strider is, are we going to bring it up? Can we please? Because it's what? awesome. Awesome. Talking Osman. Yes. Oh, the one that, I haven't played Osman. Yeah. You've not yeah. played Osman? You did oh, that. I told oh, you shit. that last week. You did, and I figured you would. Um, <laughs> when, when have I had time? I don't know. Uh, I, I was replaying it again uh, just just this week, and actually, I, I could totally see that. Even though uh, it's what's martial his arts Osman, though, it is martial 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 kicking guys. Did that only come out in the arcades, or was that that was only arcades? Yeah. As far as I know, there yeah. was never any kind yeah, of because I've never seen it either. And I'm, you know. Well, I, I'm all to. about emulating yeah, shit, I know, I so know, whatever. Um, <laughs> Do we still have that MAME system that Ray set up? I think so. It's just, so. He put it yeah. on there, so oh, really? we, should, we should boot it up. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, it's just it's just like Strider, except you're wearing hammer pants, and you cut guys <laughs> in half with kicks instead of a sword. Um, you have laser also, toes. Also, and <laughs> plasma toes. Yes, essentially. Um, also, your pants change color as you power up, so they start oh, off blue, fantastic. and then they turn purple. And well, you know, hypercolor yeah. was very yeah. in. It was. It, it seems very much a 90s sort of game. And in fact, I think, what's his name? Crazy bastard who, who made these things has come out and said it is essentially a parody of the kind of games he makes uh, ah. and uh, you can totally see that the cutscenes and that right. they're sort of random and all over the place and weird i mean then, the, 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 like, the <laughs> opening is like the, the the guy who sets you off to to assassinate uh the slave master whoever the fuck is is like wearing a bath towel i mean you're like in his apartment he's like yeah you have to go kill this guy all right and you run off and you kick the shit out of a bunch of robots but you need to like, play well, this could game. you at least put on clothes first to, yeah. you know and then of course there's the uh the other spiritual sequel to strider which just came out on psn and xbox live which is uh hmm? moon diver i haven't played yeah. this it's yeah. uh please tell it's me I don't, I don't think very many people have played this yet not yet and they should because it's pretty much strider but with four players simultaneously you are shitting me nope Okay. So basically, uh, the Atlas game Run Saber one up Strider back mm-hmm. in the day, back on Super NES, by giving you two player simultaneous play for Strider yeah. so or a like, Strider clone. Yeah. yeah. But now they're like, screw you. <laughs> we're it, doing we're doing twice as many. We're yeah. squaring you. And it came from Square Enix. You're like, so oh, I need to that. get two more friends. And you're yeah, all forever I'm sure, alone. I'm sure you'll face. find some. And, yeah. The only the only problem is I've been meaning to review this, but. Uh, I have the PlayStation version, so I can't oh, play hilarious. on PSN. <laughs> yeah, it, it, PSN went offline right about the time that that game came Thus, out. Thus, so. Copcom being all pissed off about this shit. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is a uh, Square Enix game, actually. Oh, is it? But oh, okay. I'm sure Square Enix is pissed off, too. Yeah. After losing $14 million last year. But that was kind of their own problem. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Anyway. But you can't make a $6 million Final Fantasy games and expect them all to be good. Well... And- you know, if they and, were good, it would be fine. You know, Final so, Fantasy XIV isn't. So one thing, yeah. though, I, I I played through a bit of Strider last night after I, like, because Jeremy tweeted about that we were doing the show today, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, that's right. So I played a little like bit Like you haven't played this through 30 times. Oh, I know, and, I know. But it just, like, it reminded me so much. I mean, Jeremy was talking about how, you know, each 
kind of sequence had its own sort of like feel to it and everything. But the music too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Every almost every, if you listen to the soundtrack, it's, it's constantly shifting. Yeah, like and each it, sequence like, has its own. Its yeah, own theme. and you know nowadays you know people talk about like dynamic audio and stuff like that. It wasn't quite that bad. Not back nowadays. Then, but, ever since the nineties. But, but it almost yeah. like each you know room had its own like vibe to it, feel to oh, it. Oh yeah. And it was just amazing in that way. No, when like, you started doing the running of, down the hill thing, the music would mm-hmm. change. When you walked into a room with the wolves, the music would yeah, change. It, it, was, felt, yeah. it felt like it was like a score for, like you said, it's very cinematic. Yeah, it's extremely yeah. cinematic. Yeah. For yeah, an almost completely action-oriented game, that was pretty cool. And it's just so different than anything of the time. But know? I think that's Still also, is, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's also why um, we haven't really seen a satisfying sequel to the game because it was designed for the arcade right yeah. where you know where you want to play for like 30 minutes and you can finish the game in 30 minutes yeah and every little bit of it can be unique because it's such a small game i mean you know 30 minutes of content isn't that much so they put together that much content every every instance of it can be can be fun and unique and keep you surprised yeah but you know people don't play games like that anymore people right. want longer games yeah. and you just can't come up with 12 hours of constant unique mm-hmm. experiences yeah there's just no way to do it so i think i think the approach that moondiver has taken is to have a more strider like experience it reminds me a lot of strider 2 but with better flow like it's okay. not as it's not as grindy um mm-hmm. but but the idea there is that if you get to a boss and you can't beat it you don't put in another quarter you go back and you replay the level and your characters are leveling up as you play and that's persistent between that's, sessions kind of like you, know, you do it now. kind of like harmony of despair castlevania yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um like your your character starts out pretty weak and if you're really really good you can you can still make it through but if not you know it's just like in the you arcade something where, from where if you were really out. good at strider you could play it on one quarter but if you weren't you could pop in another quarter and another quarter right. and another quarter and no, you that's a really good way to handle it so yeah. i mean i i feel like it's a what? A little bit, a little bit lacking in some respects, just because it's not quite as honest. It's like keep yeah. grinding, you'll get there. Right. But, yeah. Right. But well, you know, at the same most time, games these days, I guess. Yeah. I, I do think it is a good compromise. Right. So I'm not going to complain too much. I, I like what I've played of Moondiver, and I'm looking forward to playing it with other people because I'm sure it's really fun that way. Yeah. Anyway, Let's, we should probably open up the phone yeah. lines now. Yeah. So, out there, give us a call. <laughs> do it. So. Hopefully some people will call. Nobody remembers Strider at all, yeah. is, is, is what I'm getting from this. What? Surely somebody in the Midwest. Oh, oh there we boy. go. Someone in, I'm going to say Minnesota. I'm going oh. Michigan. Hi, thanks for calling Retronauts. What's up? Hey, what's up, y'all? Hey. Strider, that's what's up. Hi, yeah, who is this? Uh, this is Justin. Y'all ever notice that uh, Mega Man X kind of became the unofficial sequel to Strider? What, with the wall sticking and stuff? I didn't... Uh, well, I mean, Zero had his sword, and Mega Man and X was riding around on those, like, snake things in the octopus, or launch octopus stage. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of a stretch. Although, uh, Strider's little panther friend did show up as, uh, as Sigma's, like, his dragon right at the very end. Ah, uh, yeah, you his, TV troop. Nice. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you'd catch me on that. Yeah, so um, I don't know that I necessarily agree, but I guess there was some commonality. Yes? Oh, I guess it just comes from being from the same company, I suppose. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure there's a little cross-pollination from their other games. Probably. Um, right. So was that it? Oh, I'm getting a note. I'm no, getting I'm a just... note. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, anyway, thanks for calling in. We're going to go to the next call. Hey, no problem. Have a good night. That was very distracting. 
Yeah. Tina wants you to remind people of the number to call. I wish I could remember. <laughs> what is was, the number to call? Well, I was people having no problem yeah, with it. But, yeah. Wait, do we have Maybe to, we should actually answer the phone. Yeah, go ahead and hit it. They already have that number. This, which one? Oh, this call. Yeah. Hey, thank you for calling Retronauts. Who are you and what do you want? Uh, my, my name is Joe. I'm uh, Shakewell on uh, on com and various other places on the internet. Hey, Joe. And uh, I, I, I want to know... Um, and I'm not watching the live stream, unfortunately, so I don't know if you've already talked about this. But, That's all right. But my uh, my first experience with with Strider was uh, the NES game. Oh yeah, me too, actually. And you, you're still calling because you like it. That's crazy. <laughs> I do, I do, and um, and I remember the first time I played the Genesis version, I was kind of slightly thrown off because I was expecting, basically, I was hoping that it would be a version of the NES game that just wasn't a slowdown plague mess. Yeah, please, please, say you weren't, please say you weren't let down by the Genesis one. Uh, no, no. Once I started <laughs> actually playing it, uh, I was not. Okay. And then certainly now it's my preferred home version. Uh, you know, unless you count the version on the on the, play, on the Capcom uh, collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, of, of its time, it's certainly the preferred uh, home version. But, uh, should be. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, my question is: Am I the only one who was first exposed to it? Certainly, uh, on the certainly NES, not. Or? No, a no. lot of you know. Me too, actually. Probably more people played NES back then than went to the arcades. I was someone at that point. I was, I guess, I was in junior high, and my friends and I would go to the arcades a lot at the mall. Mm. You know, there were like three arcades in my mall. So, oh, you went a mall. We had a mall. We <laughs> were fancy. We pants. fancy like that. So um, we had a drugstore, and there were a couple arcade machines in there. So yeah, we yeah. had a pretty good arcade, but I don't think we had Strider. No, there was so. one arcade where Strider was front and center at the at like when you walk past the uh, arcade, it was like the machine As it that was displayed be. at the front. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean that you know like every time that would catch my eyes, and I'd drift over and drop a few quarters in, and we actually mm. finished it. Uh, you know, the thing is, on like three dollars. To be fair, yeah. I actually kind of liked the NES game. I mean, no, it, really. it was a the NES game, game has yeah. some really good. It's, it's, it's kind of Metroidvania-ish, and that you're actually doing. I you're, wouldn't you're, go you're, quite you're, that no, far. you actually acquire abilities like the trip, the, like the wall jump, and the walking on the ceiling bullshit and whatnot, and you have to backtrack to areas and that sort of thing. Yeah, it's very much in the. Um, it's kind of in the the Konami style. Like there were a lot of games they designed around then that were kind of. In that format, like uh, you know, like Vampire Killer or uh, the, yeah. the the MSX version of Castlevania was sort of like that, where you had levels. Uh, you know, everything was broken into levels, but within that level, you could roam freely, and you needed to collect items and power ups to to uh, be able to advance to new areas. And there was a story. It was uh, you know, like they 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 tried to create an adventure, um, a very story driven adventure with a lot of. Uh, kind of quest elements to it and no. their Going hearts back. were in the right places but it was just really badly programmed yeah, like when you collect an item the uh the game pauses it's like it, it has little yes. time on the on the cartridge and that's crazy like wow if you're programming a game for an nes cartridge you should not have load times yeah yeah so i, I don't know it was it was really uncharacteristic for a capcom game an nes game of that vintage to be uh be that sloppily programmed but like that was kind of the one drawback to the game Otherwise, it was it was really cool. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that. It's just the, the jumping. I think was the worst. It's yeah, the oh yeah. They missed the mark on. Well, the the, the whole that. like uh, you couldn't stick to the walls. You had to do the triangle jump off the wall. That was really awful. To be fair, to figure that yeah. out, actually, it was it was even fussier than Super Metroid's wall jump. Yeah, and that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you ever play Journey into Darkness? Uh, unfortunately, yes. I actually own a copy of that as well. Oh, man. Did uh, you finish really, it? really, really awful. I never passed the first level. All right. Uh, but it's, it's <laughs> Good man. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling. We're going to go on the yeah, next. No, thank you. Hey, can I plug my podcast real quick before before I go? Okay. Yeah, why not? If you insist. 
right. Uh, uh, I have a podcast at onthestick.com, and uh, actually Frank Cifaldi was just on our last episode talking about Bioforce Ape. So. Oh, fantastic. Oh, <laughs> Traitor. I believe it. Kill this, po- kill this call, yeah, Sam. Yeah. Aw. <laughs> and uh, for those of you listening to the live stream, please call 415-547-8778. That is the live phone number. Is that a real Is that call? a full? I think it cut off. Yeah, it cut off. Okay. Okay. Well, Someone didn't we'll want to talk that one. badly. They were yeah. like, eh. <laughs> Strider so it was four one five five four seven eight seven what seven eight seven eight. Oh yeah. my goodness! Please. <laughs> oh well, God. We, we're doing this. Foundering. We're doing this podcast about half an hour later than usual. Oh, so. that's probably it. That's probably it. All right. Oh, you love us. Thanks for calling. Who is this? <laughs> yeah. Hi. This is Todd. This hey. is who? Todd. 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 Yeah. How you doing? Hey. Good. We're doing grand. Okay. I actually just had a few questions. Sure. Oh, just do, really. Uh, my first one would be, uh, you know, the, as you mentioned before, the Famicom version of Strider never came out in Japan. Yeah. You know, they had the manga there. Uh, in your opinion, why did that happen? Did they decide that the manga just wasn't popular enough, or what was the reason for that? I don't think anyone's ever said why that happened, but there were a number of Capcom, like, arcade counterparts for uh, for NES or for Famicom that were canceled around that time. Um, well, yeah, I, I don't know I, if you I remember. Do you remember Black yeah. Tiger? Black Tiger. Yeah, Black Tiger was... I, I've seen screenshots of an NES or Famicom version of Black Tiger, but that was never released. That was Black Dragon in Japan, but it, it never actually came out. And it seems like there was one other. Was the, was the Famicom? Legendary Wings never came out in Japan either. Which one? Legendary Wings. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendo, but yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Was the Famicom market just really crowded in Japan? Like, could have been. I mean, I, mean, I know it was... Yeah. Th- these weren't yeah. FDS games or anything either. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Speed Rumbler, I think, was another arcade game that they were going to bring to Nintendo, but they... Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> I guess... Uh, my other question would be, um, it actually concerns the start of manga. Uh, as you know, it was all collected in one volume, but there's actually a part of it. There's a prequel to it. I think it's called uh, Strider Hear You Gaiden, and it sort of is a prequel to the events of the, unit, the game and the manga, and it was never collected in the volume that, of the starter manga that came out in Japan. And it's mostly, uh, as I understand, about... Uh, well, in, I don't know if you remember the part in the game where it's mentioned that Hiryu's sister went crazy due to the right. same thing. And apparently that's what this little prequel covers. And huh. I understand it's probably not. The only reason I'm interested in not finding out if you know anything about that is because it's basically the only part of the whole Strider franchise that hasn't been really documented and put on the internet for everyone to see. You're right. I had never heard of that until right. just now. Neither have I, actually. And I was, I was reading all over the internet about Strider this week to prep for this, so... Yeah, that's it's, crazy. It's in some old uh, phone book manga collection that came out in Japan, and no one really has, I guess. And um, if I get one more question in. Sure. Yeah, uh, I was wondering, uh, what do you think of Hardcore Uprising? Because there's a thing that's supposed to be a Contra kind of game, basically, but there's a character mm-hmm. in that uh, called uh, Sayuri, and she plays very much like a Strider character, actually. Can you play as him, or is he an enemy? Oh, it's um, she's a playable character. Oh, that's a that's a DLC character, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really changes the entire game because it almost starts playing more like a Strider thing because we've got the whole sword slash arc and now I want to play it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's it's worth playing anyway. But I didn't realize that there was uh, this other character. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't I haven't been keeping up with DLC stuff because I don't know. It feels kind of like gougery sometimes. (laughs) I, I do want to download the um, the classic Castlevania NES map download uh, pack. Yeah, but for how Harmony much is that shit? 
That's, I think it's just a few bucks. But still, uh, I don't know. That one sounds cool enough. That yeah. Well, the first yeah. one they came out with, with, what the hell was it? It was like seven bucks for the one stage or something. I and I just, I, I, I stopped looking at that point. I was like, no, I already got it. It's fine. But yeah, I, I hadn't heard about this character in Hardcore Uprising because that's another one of those games that no one talks about. Yeah. There's a real lack of attention paid, I think. And we're, we're partly responsible for that, I guess, because we're the press and we're supposed to be <laughs> generating awareness of these things. But it's just, you know, it's easily overlooked. And I guess it doesn't help when the network's down for a month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks yeah. for uh, thanks for schooling us. We feel wiser and more erudite now. <laughs> well, thanks for calling in. Oh. Hey, let's take another one on. Yeah. That, oh, oh, okay. Go ahead. Sam, you answered. <clears throat> Hello, you're on Retronauts. Hi, this is Nathan from Minneapolis. Ah, oh, Midwest. Midwest. <laughs> I had to. I heard Sharky talking about it. and uh, <laughs> Yeah, I miss the old town. Where about, where about Minneapolis? I'm in South Minneapolis. Ah, I wasn't too South far Allen from here. area. Yeah, me too, actually. I used to have a store down there. <clears throat> Weird, huh? Yeah, but I wanted to talk about uh, the bitter disappointment of bringing home Strider 2 and you put in the disc. Oh, right. <laughs> and it's, and it's and backwards. It's yeah. Wait, what? I didn't. I don't remember. Yeah, this. What, what was there it? was so a well, Why don't we have Strider the c- caller tell us? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Make yourself well, worthwhile I, here. I grew up playing the NES game and Genesis game, and I had no idea about Strider Two. And I was at Target one day and saw it for ten bucks, and I'm like, oh. And I, I all excited, bring it home, and you put in the disc, and they swapped the disc art because they had the original <laughs> Strider, and uh, yeah, just. But then playing the game too, something just seemed goofy. Uh, did you guys play that one? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we we talked about that a bit before we started taking calls. Um, I I vote thumbs down on Strider Two, and I I really loved it at the time because I was like, wow, it's a two D <laughs> game and it's Strider, and I love it. But in retrospect, it has a lot of flaws, and I I think, you know, I think what they were trying to do, they they were just a little bit ahead of their time. Like right now, people know how to go in and. You know, create a game that's very much in the classic style. They've they've looked back at what worked about great eight bit and sixteen bit platformers and action games, and they can kind of isolate those things and recreate those and expand mm-hmm. on them. And so you get some really good kind of retro styled games that but, have their but own they, unique. But they're done in a in a way that for for people with a very like shorter attention for AD, span, with people or, with ADD. Is yeah, yeah, well, yeah, not even necessarily. Yeah. But or, I mean, like, like look or, at Mega Man willingness to like actually like hack away at the same damn level over and over and over until you finally beat it. You I know, know what I mean? like Mega Man 9 like, was really tough, but, yeah. but it wasn't It wasn't in a bad way. It was like they really captured the essence of what made classic 8-bit Mega Man great, and they, they reinvented that and, yeah. and, made, and updated it into something new. But I think at the time, like this whole concept, you know, in, in 2000, 1999, whenever it was, um, that was still <clears> kind of new, and that was something people didn't quite know how to approach. Right. And they, they had their hearts in the right place, but... Like that genre that Strider Two kind of well. To be fair, Strider Two was really an arcade exist. game, also. Yeah. Yeah. What does that have to do with it? Well, I mean, they weren't really going to change it for the for the yeah. home market all that much. Well, right. no, but I mean, the arcade game was also kind of janky. Yeah. No, that, it, that's it what was. I'm saying. Like the yeah. overall design of the game just wasn't quite thought out as well as it needed to be, and I think they they copied certain things from the original Strider, but kind of missed they some of the overall very, they copied few a few too many things yeah. if anything but I mean, but they at the same time they kind of missed some of the the more subtle aspects that made the game so playable and so compelling at the time hmm. and I, I think it you know i don't blame them because i think people just 
like no one was trying to make games like that at the time and, and it hadn't become sort of a, a movement in itself. So mm -hmm. they were just, mm. they were kind of groping in the dark, I think. And they, they wanted to do something that recaptured the classic spirit of the arcade, but weren't quite sure how to go about it. That's, that's my, no, that's that, my that sounds about right, actually. It must have been really fucking intimidating to do it in an era when everything was just entirely 3D and right. the push yeah. was like, you know, you were insane for even doing that. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah. you know, they tried to kind of do the best of With both the 3D worlds. backgrounds. 3D right, backgrounds yeah. and really, really detailed, nicely animated sprite characters, but... You know, they, they scale in and out, yeah. and they look really pixelated. Like, you you kill something, and you know, those disc gym things fly out. And right. They scale to all kinds of sizes, and so you're, like, picking up something with pixels as big as Strider is. It's just a... <laughs> it's it's a kind of a mess. Yeah. Um, it's it it's a well-meaning mess. Right, though. What's that? I thought it felt good. It was it was fun to play. I, I saw it, like, the jumping and the... the you know, it, it felt pretty good, so I, I, was, I played it over and over... But I just wish that they would would have built on that, maybe on the PS2. But mm. um, sadly, they never have. So hopefully, we'll get a downloadable version. That would be gorgeous. In the meantime, the in the meantime, yeah. In the meantime, in the meantime try... play Moon Diver. Moon Diver. Yeah, Moon Diver. It's by the director of Strider. It is four-player Strider online. All right, that's PS3 only though. No, it's no. also on Xbox 360 now. Uh, I just don't think anyone week. knows about this game. Yeah, <laughs> I We're... didn't know about yeah. it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't either. Okay. So right. You don't have to have PSN to play it, so <clears throat> please okay. let, let that not be an excuse. No, I'm playing it tonight. Good cool. man, good man. Good. All right. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Yep. Doodles. And remember, you can call and talk to us at 415-547-8778. Still weird that they mislabeled those, though. Yeah, that is kind of... Like, I, I don't think I I've heard that anything in. quite that ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know about this, Sam, right? I no, Strider the 2 Japanese came with Strider version, and so Strider 2. Like, yeah. it was a two-disc yeah. set. That didn't happen with the Japanese no, it one, didn't. Okay. No, so it didn't. But they were, they were, they were just swapped. Yeah. That's hilarious. It was so just a, weird. It was a factory printing <laughs> defect. Yeah. Wow. Like, until much later, when yeah. I actually looked it up, I was like, I thought I just got, you know, one that was screwed <laughs> up. And it's every single one is They're all like that. Yeah. And I think it was a small print run, and there wasn't any value in doing a second print run. So it was never corrected. Thanks for calling Retronauts. Hi, who is this? Hey, this is Artemio from Mexico. Hey. Oh, hey, thanks for calling. What's up? You're welcome. Well, I, I, I'm a big Striver fan since I played it on Genesis. But mm. uh, I, I was wondering if, uh, well, you haven't commented yet about the uh, information that's uh, floating around the net that the Genesis driver was booted by the Capcom staff. No, no. What, what, what was this? Oh, it's a uh, well. It, it said that since that was the Draconian uh, uh, press from Nintendo, mm -hmm. and uh, Capcom wanted to port it to Genesis, and since it was so close to the CPS One hardware, mm -hmm. they wanted to do that, and uh, they simply lent the staff from from Capcom to to code it for the Sega Genesis, and for other plots of vulnerability, uh, they simply slapped the reprogrammed game copyright on the title screen. So it was actually programmed by Capcom, but they said it was programmed by Sega, is what you're saying. That's believable. I, I, be, I mean, yeah, I believe that's... it too. It just, yeah, it's just such a. It was a weird time back then when it was a lot of like Sega was handling a lot of these. But I wouldn't have been surprised if Capcom I, let, let some staff. I've, I've actually like... wondered who did a lot of Sega's programming because yeah. Sega supposedly reprogrammed every single game that came up for Master System and a bunch for Genesis. And I just can't imagine I'm a little that the companies, yeah. yeah, yeah, like you know, you look at something like R Type and you think, was that really not programmed by IRIM? Because it's really, like, yeah, it's right. crazy close to the arcade 
game given the limitations of the system. Hmm. So uh, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I I kind of assumed that Sega had some you know like uh, Ghost Rider type uh, developers doing work for them, just kind of off the books. Right. Never had any confirmation of that though. Yeah. So so I mean, so do you believe that? I mean, is that sort of like the yeah. common theory then? Yeah, that's uh, that's what main uh, well several fans believe. Yeah. Around the net. There's also, uh, I wanted to ask you guys, what do you think about the, the multiple languages used in between the captains? Ah. You know, the Spanish, Russian, and uh, and even runes in the, in the last stage, they type in, in wrong Japanese. They mm. take in runes the third moon, it's Taseba moon, but it isn't. It, it's completely misspelled, even, in, even when translated from runes to katakana, it's completely misspelled. Oh, weird. Huh. Huh. Um, no, I think it's brilliant. I think it really adds to the the sense of kind of mystery and, and atmosphere of the game, you know, instead of having everything, everyone speaking their own language or speaking, you know, the common tongue or whatever, everyone speaks their own language. It gives you the sense that you're on this international adventure. And, uh, you know, that's also Strider is a really smart multilingual guy like Golgo 13 or something. <laughs> also, uh, I was wondering, uh, do you know that there are two arcade versions of the U.S. release? Of Strider? No. I hadn't heard no. that. Uh, the, there's slight differences. Mainly the first one is music. And uh, in the first release, uh, they didn't have uh, music specifically for the ballot stage for the spaceship. The mm -hmm. There was no, no music. You know that futuristic kind of minimalistic music that they use in that stage? Yes. When you take the gravity core, that wasn't, uh, that wasn't there. It was a spider team on the first, uh, on the first release. Hmm. Oh, it was silent before? They released the Genesis version. They took that back into the arcade version and released the second. Oh, wow. Oh, no kidding. But was, huh. was that music in the Japanese version of the game originally? Uh, I, I don't have the Japanese uh, version, neither have played it emulated. But I do have the first version of, uh, of the arcade board. And uh, I, I reprogrammed some of the, uh, well, an alternate state of arms to, to play with, with, uh, with the complete music. Huh. Oh, wow. That's pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah I, we have to I, fire I like, up Mabe and check that out later. I like knowing about how, you know, these games are kind of a work in progress and, uh, you know, they, they kind of evolved over their lifespan. So yeah, thanks for calling in. These are interesting oh, tidbits. Oh, I love it when somebody actually has some some new information to offer. Yeah, My mind has been blown this podcast several times. <laughs> All right, so I guess right. this probably ought to be the last call. All right. What do okay. you think? All right. Hey, this is Retronauts. What do you want? <laughs> uh, kind of calling in blindside here. Uh, this is uh, Spencer from uh, Kansas, another Midwest caller. Nice, especially. Ben. Not on the video stream, so not really sure what you guys have talked about so far. Sorry. Uh, mostly uh, Mario and, and Sonic. <laughs> and uh, have uh, like uh, have all of you guys uh, played uh, what's it called Moon Diver? Yeah, uh, we were uh, talking about that. Jeremy's endorsed it. Yeah, uh, I've been I've been trying to talk it up. Admittedly, I haven't finished the game. I, I've played a couple of levels, but I've really enjoyed what I played so far. Have you Have you been playing it? Uh, I I tried the demo, and I know people like on Xbox who've gotten it and, like, seen some of the DLC. I, I like it. It reminds me of Strider a lot, but the main thing is, I don't... It's just the whole, like, interface of it feels, like, really kind of just, like, crammed in there. Like, like mm. there's too many things on screen. Like, already when there's four people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's when you really want a DS game where you can put all that stuff on the bottom screen, but for some reason they decided to go with a, a, plat a console platform. Go figure. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, what, um, 
like, I don't know, like, I don't really know the name of the creator, but, like, he, like, uh, he was involved with Shutter. Like, do you, know, like, know what uh, role he had on the game? Moondiver? Yeah. He's, like, the director, uh, I think right? he's the director of it, or the mm-hmm. producer. We were talking about this guy, like, like, he, what, what, like, what happened with him between Strider 2 and this? He's made several games. Well, yeah. he made Osman between Strider, Strider and Strider 2. Oh, okay, and then right. He's, he's made some that, other games that are nothing at all like Strider. Yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah. Like what? Do you, do you, I don't remember okay. what they are. Yeah, like a pachinko game or something like <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. I can, uh, like, besides counting the ports of the first Strider game and Strider 2, like, it's pretty much been like a short-lived series, right? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. There's only There are only two official Strider games. And then the crappy other one and then yeah, and Osman. So, I mean, right. well, I mean, if you're, if you're not counting ports, then yeah, there are two or and three. And not counting stri- well, the character uh, showing up in, you know, right, in, the, in, yeah, the Capcom games. Versus but he, he didn't even show up in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, really? Yeah, That's weird. He was a very popular character. character. Well, he might be downloadable, but yeah. he wasn't in the no, base game. No, they, they haven't announced him. Oh, like, okay. I'm sure he'll show up at some point. That's actually, really the, weird uh, if he doesn't. I mean, he was yeah. actually a really popular character yeah. in the arcades. The most interesting yeah. cameo... Oh, go ahead. Oh, like, I was uh, fortunate for me. I pay a lot of attention to like all the genres, but when Marvel's Capcom was coming out, yeah, there's like... I'm not sure if it still is, because I haven't really gone on a lot of the forums or talked to people. Like, there's a big backlash for Strider 1 not being in there and 2, like, them being quiet about downloadable characters. Yeah. Mm. It kind of seems like... Since they didn't put Strider or Frank West in there, and like some people who were a little like pissed off about uh, how Mega Man isn't in there in any form, mm. I thought it was kind of weird. But yeah, it's so weird. Like even though Strider's had so few games, like how big the following is of it. Like even well, in America, I, I think a lot of people uh, experienced Strider for the first time as a, a character in Marvel vs. Capcom, yeah. where he yeah, was I'm a really, really like. Super powered, super easy to use character with, with. Who looked fucking cool? Yeah, he looked cool, and also like every one of his moves was really great and super powerful. Yeah. So he he was playable mm-hmm. by everyone, like high level players and low level players. So they he was just a really great all around character, re- really appealing. And um, so yeah, I can understand why Marvel vs. Capcom three fans are ticked off because that's like he's their boy. Um, so yeah. I wouldn't I, be surprised if he shows up as a DLC, but I don't really know what the plans for NBC's DLC are. Right. Yeah, they've they've pretty much been quiet. Like they'll put out all all that's really confirmed is they've done one costume pack, three like like computer fights, and uh, one character pack with two people. But besides that, they've pretty much have been quiet. But they, uh, they may just go and and you know do Marvel versus Capcom four and and sell you a brand new game with like the. <laughs> The half dozen characters that you really wanted out of right. <laughs> yeah, well, the roster looks a little funny since I added the extra two. Now there's kind of just the two blank spaces at the bottom. Uh-huh. I think it, I think actually uh, when someone uh, the game came out, they uh, <laughs> like uh, someone uh, had like gotten into the code and saw there were like two names, like no images though, for roster characters. Apparently, Doc Ock and Frank West. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That would but, make sense. Yeah, definitely not Strider related, but someone uh, mentioned like a little bit before there was like a Strider spinoff game or something that was crappy. A spinoff game. Are you, are you talking about Journey into Darkness, the Genesis game? Uh, yeah, that that's it. Like, yeah. what's that about? Like, I've only heard about it. I it just sucked on toast. It. It yeah, was, it's basically it was... about. Um, it's it's kind of like um, the CDI Zelda games, like. They they weren't developed well, like by the, the people who created the game. Like, well, they were like developed any, by the same people who made mean, the ports yeah, I, of the first game. 
yeah. for the piece. For, I, uh, I just mean the, that they weren't developed by Capcom. Like for the Commodore and a bunch of others. It yeah. was a UK developer. Yes, it was a UK right? developer, yeah. and, and they were pretty terrible. Yeah, and I'm surprised I think that, Capcom allowed them to go ahead and. Do I think this, the Genesis but... version is slightly different than the Amiga and Commodore ones in that, right. like, you had a rifle before, and you instead you throw shurikens <laughs> yeah. in the Genesis one. But oh other than that, God. and you could turn into a robot in the Such Amiga bullshit. ones. I'm so glad I never. That had nothing to do with anything. It was so fucking weird. I'm a little disappointed that no one's talked about the most obscure Strider cameo, which is. The, hmm? the um, PS2 strategy game uh, Namco cross Capcom. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Strider, Strider was a, a, a character toward the end of that game, but not only that, but the Grandmaster was the next to last boss. Oh. What? Yep. Wow. That, that's one of those yeah. that uh, I, I've always kind of wanted to play more of. Isn't it Grandmaster little... Meow or something? Is... <laughs> Grandmaster Mayo, but actually Mayo is Japanese for Grandmaster. So... Oh, okay. Well, that's kind of redundant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he likes to get his money from the ATM machine <laughs> by using his PIN number. Uh, anyway. Oh, weird. Like, did that game, I can't remember, like, did that ever actually come to America? No, no, no. it didn't. No. Otherwise, I would have played it and more people would know about it. Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I played I, a little I, of the I import heard about version. That. I just had no idea that like if that ever like came to America or not. No. It did not. It was a licensing nightmare, so mm. it, it didn't make it over. But apparently, well, uh, Dig Dug was turned into a total badass. He was, <laughs> what? Like, he was like young, and he had this big old like drill pump thing that he carried. And yeah. he just crams that into people and inflates their ass. <laughs> yes. Wow, that's now, gruesome. Now, one of those uh, awesome crossover games that sounds cool to foreigners, and when they're talking about it in development, that ended up kind of being like as an overall like, game kind of crappy or mediocre. Yes, that's correct. Uh, that, it's one of those. That's unfortunate. Cool yeah. idea, though. All right, <laughs> I think we're gonna wrap it up. But uh, thanks for calling. I think, oh, and uh, real quick, sorry, since I'm not on the video, just curious, uh, who's all uh, on today? Uh, like, Scott like, Sharkey, Jeremy on? Parrish, and Sam Kennedy. All right. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, I mm-hmm. thought he was going to plug a podcast. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, everybody's got to plug a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess we're done with the calls. Yeah, we're done with the calls. I don't know. I love the idea of crossover games, and they're always fighting games. I, I would love to see more no, this, crossover. This was, this was a tactical game. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I would love to see more like that that were good in execution. Oh, well, right. Sure. I mean, it sounds like a great idea to me. Like Final Fantasy Tactics, but crossed over with. Well, Final Dragon Fantasy Quest Tactics crossed, crossed over with, what, seven? If you did that sub quest. But there was thing. already. No, no, no. Yeah. No, but I'm like talking that, about like, with other video games. Yeah. I'm saying, like, you know, get lots of other influences in there. Right. I yeah, mean, if, there if is, you want um, crossover fighting games, you still have Mugen or whatever. So yeah, yeah true. Uh, Falcom well, Falcom has a crossover fighting game, kind of fighting game. It's kind of like a Dissidia game. Well, uh, everything with... Falcom has ever done has been a crossover game, though. I is mean, it? It, it seems that way. They are always doing cameos from their other smaller franchises. Yeah, but this is actually um, the uh, Legend of Heroes versus Ease. Oh, weird. I don't know if that's mm. a, that'll did you ever play uh, what the hell was it? Uh, uh, Vantage Master. I didn't. What the oh, heck is that? That is so many crossovers, you would not believe it. It was, it, it? was it was a like, tactical game that they, that Falcom made for PC. Okay. Um, it was hex based, and uh, they never f- uh, published it, so they just put it out for free uh, hmm. like ten years ago. And um, you the, never did write up the PSP version for us. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. I still <laughs> have it. Too. it so you could write about I know, it. I know. I failed you. Yeah. But it was actually one of the first things I wrote up too. Was the, was the free version. Oh. Um, but that had everything from like characters in Popful Mail and about the Xanadu yeah. games. And yeah. yeah, it was just it was characters from Ease, and you could just play as all of them, which was kind of neat. Hmm. But sorry. I was not aware of that crossover. Yes, it was. 
that was half the reason I enjoyed it so much was just the ridiculous number of crossover characters. And Adol was silent, right? Of course. Well, they're all silent, really. There was no plot to Vantage oh. Master. It was it was just it was essentially just a multiplayer game. Mm. So, well, now we know <laughs> that has no, nothing know. to do with anything. But yeah. yeah. So this weekend we have to all play Moon Diver. Apparently, yeah. yeah. And uh, work on building our giant monkey robot. We do. Yeah. Well, I already have one. <laughs> oh, okay. So all right. It'd be redundant. <laughs> so what does it run on? Double A batteries. Mm. <laughs> but that doesn't run very long. It's like a game game. No, it was a really <laughs> shitty toy monkey robot that was sold like seven or eight years ago that looked just like the one in Strider. So it's uh, a punching It walks and it punches, and that's Fuck all it yeah. does. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> shit, man, that's the Strider monkey. Why did you never bring that to the office? Uh, because I lost it years ago, actually. Oh. But it's still mine. <laughs> okay. In a landfill somewhere find, in Minnesota. Find another probably. one, and we'll get like a Strider action figure. No, I have we'll wondered if maybe it was like a weird Strider-related toy. It was so close, but hmm. no, I don't think it was. Was it like a Congo toy? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, I love Chinese toys that were obviously intended as some kind of tie-in for a video game franchise, and it never worked. But they kept yeah. the molds and then just used them for generic <laughs> toys. I don't know. I, I'm rambling now, but yeah. That's okay. I told, I, told, I told you about the Battletoads action figures, right? Did no. you? Wait, what, what I, I had one on my desk for the longest time. Were they, like, were they, were they from China? Were they yes, knockoffs? They were, they were, and if you touched the plastic, then you would get a rash? <laughs> that was pretty much rash, how it worked. Well, they had, they had uh, you know, obviously rash zits and pimple, and it was like, holy shit. And of course, they were just in these cardboard things that said space across the top. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with anything. So obviously, they had been contracted nice. to make Battletoads yeah, yeah, toys, yeah. but then it fell apart. So they were just like, we're just going to keep making these. Except there was another one that had like an eye patch and a shoulder pauldron. And it was like, what is he, genital warts? How many skin diseases can you name these things after? So, <laughs> I'm Captain Chlamydia. <laughs> so apparently they, yeah, they intended a lot more. I mean, that's why they made the pilot for the TV show or cartoon that yeah. made one episode and never did anything with it because it was fucking terrible. But yeah, well, did Bubsy ever get past the pilot episode? I don't think so. That's did good. it? I hope it didn't. All these series that died young, like they should have. Thank Sometimes God. you just got to strangle them in the crib. We should know? definitely do an episode on <laughs> spin-off media cartoons and action figures yeah. and that kind of bullshit. I mean, like the Earthworm Jim cartoon was really good. I always missed it half the time, though, just because it was on the same time as The Tick. So unless it was a rerun, I never watched it. Right, right. But, mm. No, I remember, uh, just real quick, like I remember reading a lot of stories um, back in the day when like, when, when it was started to become more popular for... You know, Hollywood is interested in making movies based on games and stuff. They like always that. are. They're and, always optioning. People them, were always but... pointing to Strider as the one that they should do. Uh, you as know, long as I it's don't... thirty minutes and just consists of him like running and smashing things. Yeah, and, cool. and, and just yeah. dropping random hints and crazy bullshit, like he's riding a whale. We're yeah. never know, going to explain it. Ever. Strider, hear you. He will never leave your age alive. Yeah, it would we, have been interesting to see what they did with it. Though. It had to be a, a Chinese wire food <laughs> yeah, flick yeah, yeah, that yeah, they exactly. they never explain yeah. anything that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it would work that way. I, I think it would work very well. You even got well. the the three triplet martial artists. What? The the sisters. Oh yes, three sisters. Tong Pu and yeah. I can't oh, remember God. the rest of their names. That's the only one I remember. Tong Pu. <laughs> I think it's because <laughs> apparently she, actually, she made an impression on well, you. She, no, she has a speaking part in Strider oh, okay. too, so I remember her name. Oh, it, they brought her back in Strider two. I didn't even notice. They brought back. They brought back everything for Strider two. Even Grand though it was two thousand years guys, later. Yes. The, there's Solo, the Flying Bounty Hunter. There's right. Tong Pu and her sisters. I got you. Yeah. yeah, they're they're all in Strider too. No one. There's no there's no cohesion to it. No, <laughs> no common sense. Yeah. No. It, it would definitely have to be just a really random ass flick. If there were any exposition, you're ruining it. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let well, people make right. up their own stories to account for this shit. <laughs> all right. 
Uh, so yeah, I guess that about wraps it up for Strider. Uh, well, I learned I, a lot today. I yeah, I feel like we covered guys. a lot. Weird. <laughs> I think we covered everything pretty thoroughly. Yeah. Uh, like we have explored the ins and outs of Strider. Yeah. And there, there are a few really good websites where you can go, and they've managed to like dig into some of the Japanese source material that was never translated. Um, uh, I believe there's one called the LCS Mainframe that's uh, oh yeah, it's been around for ages, and that was uh, they they managed to track down the creator of the game, Isuke, mm. and interview him a couple of years ago. And I've always been jealous of that. Yeah. They have some some really good interviews with him. So yeah, I recommend everyone check that out, and definitely at least download a demo for Moondiver if if it has a demo. I think it does. It yes, it does. Yeah. So yes, please at least try it. You might yeah. enjoy it. It's Strider esque, <laughs> <laughs> and who doesn't love that? Anyway, I think next week, um, I believe Chrono Trigger is coming out on a virtual console. Oh no we way! Haven't done a call-in episode about Chrono oh, Trigger. Oh my fucking so god! Can I? Yeah, we that? could do that. We <laughs> might have to do that. Yeah, oh, I think man. I think it's gonna happen. That's the only RPG wow. where I, I explored every single possible fucking I've, ending. I've I, gotten all the endings. It's funny because I other almost night... don't ever do that though. It's you know usually I can just see it's behind me now. It's good. I'm, yeah. I'm fine. No, I all of them. Yeah. No, the other night I I accidentally left my uh, DS and the copy of Dragon Quest Six that I'm working for at the office. Mm. So I went home and I was like, oh, I want to kill some time. So I looked at my shelf and randomly picked out Chrono Trigger and opened booted up my file and I was at the very end. So I beat the game and. Uh, <laughs> Then the next day I came into work and there was a press release from Square Enix saying, Chrono Trigger yep. coming to Virtual Console this week. <laughs> right. Wow, that's, that's nice. Kismet. I like that. <laughs> that's funny, so, actually. Uh, I just downloaded that, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I'm a creep. <laughs> finally, you, you can get a DS emulator. Eight dollars to download it from the Wii. Well, that's uh, yeah. the, the Wii I don't have, but I have an excellent emulator. So, that's... <laughs> hey, I'm freelance now. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, th- I'll allow it. All right. Anyway, thanks, for everyone, for tuning in. And until next week... We talk about old games in our spare time and also on the, t- on the clock. Yeah, that's us. I have no idea how to do You guys are on the <laughs> clock. I don't know. <laughs>